Welcome to the Top 5 Podcast with your hosts, Rail Bricker and Lindsay Adams. And welcome back. Our guest today is Erin Marcus. Erin uh, is a consultant. She's based in Chicago, uh, where the weather, I believe, is a little um, interesting at the minute. Uh, a bit up and down, but Chicago, well, you got, you got to expect that, surely. Uh, welcome, Erin. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to chat with you guys today and for being here. Thank you. Now, Erin is the founder and CEO of Conquer Your Business, an international company helping driven entrepreneurs and small business owners get the financial and emotional freedom they need to build a business and a life they're proud of. Having made a successful leap from corporate executive to entrepreneur, she uses that experience along with her MBA education and street smart upbringing to bring her clients to reach heights they've never dreamed possible and they get to have fun doing it. I like that. So, Erin, today we're going to talk about the top five tips for conquering your business. Let's get going. What's tip number one? Tip number one is absolutely you have to commit, decide, and commit again to being in charge. And that is my version of personal responsibility. Personal responsibility often feels heavy, right? Who wants to take responsibility for everything? But if instead, if you can come from a place of being in charge, not of anyone else, just of yourself and doing what needs to be done, committing to saying, okay, this is my baby. This is what I'm trying to do over and over and over again. To me, that is always number one. So you're the top of the pile. No one else gets gets a look in. Is that what you mean? It's not. No, it's really about being responsible for it, but from a place of creation, not from a place of heaviness. Uh It's about, right? It's really about being chief decision maker, not blaming everyone else when things don't work, continuing to look at it um, as the puzzle that business is that you need to figure out rather than being disgusted, being sad, being frustrated. It really is a mindset of, this is my thing. I get to do this. This is amazing. I'm in charge. What do I want? And then go about creating it. I mean, it's it's interesting, Erin. I've been entrepreneurial for 30 plus years on two different continents and a whole lot of other things. But one of my staff, I knew that culturally she understood what we did when she woke up at three, you know, she phoned, came into the office and I said, geez, you look tired. And she said, yeah, I woke up at three o'clock in the morning worrying about XYZ client. And I said, welcome to my world. And that moment, I understood that she understood the entrepreneur's journey. Absolutely. Absolutely. Always thinking, always thinking, right? A, A CEO is a thinking job, not a doing job. Constant thinking, thinking, thinking. Absolutely. Okay. So, Erin, moving on from that one, what is your tip number two of your top five tips for conquering your business? So, tip number two sounds like it would be obvious, and I watch people not do it. Take action. Take action. People get stuck. They get ready to get ready to be ready to think about getting ready to go do the thing, right? They're they're waiting. That's my big thing right now. I'm watching so many people waiting. And what's interesting, as much as I just said, being an entrepreneur, being a CEO is a thinking job, not a doing job. If all you do is think and never do, 
nothing happens. You can't, it's, it's thinking from a strategy perspective and a worrying perspective, but then you have to take the action to see what happens. I, I always say, I don't know if you, what you call them there. I've, I know I've seen them on TV. We have wave runners, the jet skis. They don't propel forward unless you can't steer them if you're not moving. Right. You can't, if, if you, if you're not moving, they just tip over. Yeah. I love That's it. That's business. Right. That's my business. If it's not moving, I'm just going to sit here like a buoy until I tip over. You have to take the action. You can't think your way to the solution. You can only act your way to the solution. And the truth of it is you can act wrong. It doesn't matter. And I think that's the biggest fear that people have. I have long ago embraced, and it came from a weird place, that most things don't work that failure is the goal. Failure is actually my goal. So what's really weird and you can't tell because you're halfway across the world, but I'm only five feet tall. And for most of my life, I was a hundred pounds, right? I am little. And yet I used to do professional powerlifting. I used to compete in powerlifting. Oh, wow. The, right? So weird. But the goal is failure. The goal when you compete for strength is absolute failure. You haven't tried hard enough until you failed. Yeah. You, you would have had an advantage over the other lifters, wouldn't you? Because you didn't have to lift the weights. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Short, <laughs> stocky people win every time. <laughs> Short, round people win powerlifting all I'm the time. I'm six foot three and a half, so you've got an unfair oh, you advantage on me. <laughs> you don't stand a chance. Okay. Well, let's move on. Uh, tip number three to conquering your business. So tip number three is about getting results. Tip number three is analyze and debrief everything, everything. So we, right, these three things go together. Be in charge, right? That means make the decisions, take action, do the things. Number three is get results. And I never said I was going to promise you the results you wanted because odds are you're not going to get the results that you wanted, but you will get results. And those results are unbelievably important information. It's all the data you need. And it's the data that you need to to, to make the next better decision, right? All you can do is go back. It's, It's a cycle. It goes around and around and around. You choose to be in charge. That means making decisions. You take the action based on those decisions. You get the results as a result of the action that you've taken. You look at all the data and you try to make one better decision and you start again. I mean, do, do you think that that the same people who sit on the precipice before jumping overanalyze? They get into this analysis paralysis? I think it's a mix. I think they're overanalyzing, but they're not analyzing facts. They're analyzing worry. They're analyzing fear. They're, they don't have any actual data to derive their decisions from. What they're analyzing is what might happen, what could happen, what they're scared of happening. Most people don't, right? Let's face it. You don't get paralyzed because you're excited to do something. You get paralyzed because you're scared to do it. And so, yes, they're overanalyzing, but they're not analyzing anything that will help them because it's not anything that's actually happened. Okay. Well, help me out here then. What, what, Give me an example. What, what would be the top three things that you would analyze first? What, what are we focusing on here? What are we actually going to analyze? What's the priorities? Sure. 
So we measure everything. Some of it's a little subjective. So let's talk marketing, right? You have a launch, you're marketing a product, a service, you have a launch. So there's a marketing is really testing. That's all marketing is. Marketing is the act of testing how much do other people want what you're offering. And so there's a lot of different levers that you can pull. Number one, did enough people see your offer? I don't know. We have to measure it. Did your offer land? Meaning was the language that you used strong enough to gather their attention? Right now, you have to be solving people's most important problems. With what we have going on in the economy right now, if you are solving a secondary, a tertiary, a down-the-line problem, that is not what people are buying right now. So was the outcome that you were promising, how did people respond to it? Did enough people who saw the offer choose to take one more step with you? So was it a marketing and a messaging problem? Or maybe you just can't close a sale. Because we see tons of people who get past their visibility issues and they're willing to market, but they can't have a sales conversation. If you're not analyzing where those numbers are to create your normal benchmarks, a room to improve from, you're not going to know where you went wrong and you might end up changing the wrong thing in your next round of decisions. Okay. Okay. So, So hit us up. Tip number four. So tip number four is reverse engineer everything, 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 everything. And this for me goes beyond your business. This is about your health. This is about your relationships. This is about your money. What do you want? What do you want? I watch the mistake I watch a lot of entrepreneurs, small business owners make is they start at step one instead of starting at the end. They just go do things. They do random acts of marketing. They do random acts of business because they know they're supposed to do something, right? They know they have to take some action. Okay. So they go to a networking meeting. They post on social media, but they don't have a really clear vision of what they're trying to create. So how do you even know if you're on the right path? Um, one of the books that they use here a lot when you in school is good to great, right? This is, it's filled with case studies. And one of the stories that I laugh about in good to great is this idea of putting the right people on the bus. You just need the right people on the bus. You just need the right people on the bus. Guess what? The right people will not get on a bus if they don't know where it's going. (laughs) Where are you going? (laughs) Right? Reverse engineer everything. What do you want? I even do this truthfully in personal relationships. You know, you got a family gathering coming up. Not everybody gets along with everybody. And I will sit there and write out, what do I want? Well, I want so-and-so to, you know, get his head out of his butt and stop being a jerk. Well, I can't have that because I can't control him, right? But what do I really want? I want my family to have a nice time. Okay, well, what do I have to do then? Who do I have to show up as? What do I have to let go of? What do I have to do? Who do I have to be in order to get that result? If you don't reverse engineer things, you don't know what to do, right? If we go back to the first three tips about being in charge and taking action and getting the results so you can analyze them, if you don't know where you're trying to land, you can't do any of those things. Does the average entrepreneur actually I guess, understand how to um, enunciate that vision, how to explain that vision? Not usually if not prodded. I think it's hard for humans. I don't think it's an entrepreneurial thing. I think it's a human thing. I think we're, you know, I think it's unfortunately 
beat out of us by society as we grow up, right? Children don't have this problem. Children don't have this problem. They'll tell you exactly what they want. No, right? No holds barred. They'll tell you exactly what they want. It might not make sense. It might not be logical. And so through the process of growing up, we're told no, 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 no. And we stop dreaming and we stop envisioning. And most of our school systems are not put together to create to teach us how to do this. So I think you're absolutely right. I don't think most people know how to, this is certainly not something I knew until everything fell apart and I had to learn a different way of functioning, right? Cause it wasn't working. And now it's, it's, it's funny. Cause going back to this crazy powerlifting thing, right? That's what we did. What day do I want? What day's the competition? Okay. I need peak performance on that day. If I need peak performance on competition day, how do I reverse engineer what I'm eating and when I'm doing what workout so that I'm at peak performance the day that I need to? Athletes know this. Campaigns know this. Political campaigns know this. So I'm, I'm just curious, is, is this something that you would do at the start of every day? Kind of sit down and think, what are the outcomes I seek from today? What do I need to do to make that happen? I do. I do this so much. I do this in annual planning. I do this for every offer that I come up with. I do this for every launch. I do this for every team member that I hire. What's the outcome I want from the the role that I'm hiring for? Not the task list. Tasks are not hard. What's the outcome that I want from the person sitting in this spot in the company? financially what's the outcome that i want what's the profit margin that i want what's the yeah. number that i want to make everything everything the day it could be the day it could be the week it could be the episode i do a lot of public speaking there's a big difference in my world when i am trying to do a presentation where i'm hoping to get another paid speaking gig versus where i'm doing a presentation where i'm hoping to make an offer to the audience and get clients two completely different outcomes two completely different presentations yeah yeah yeah, love it. Okay, well, bring us home. Um, tip number five, what have you got? You got to have a good time. Like, seriously. <laughs> this, like, come on, people. Like, this is, I refuse, what is, what I, I came up with this last year. I refuse to do any version of bang my head against the wall version of doing business. I'm not going to do anything I don't like. I don't know if you caught on. I'm very direct and I'm very stubborn. And I'm not going to do something I don't like doing. It's not going to happen. Like I gave up lying to myself about this. I've reached the age where there's no use lying to myself anymore. So what lights me up? What part am I going to have fun doing? Because the truth of the matter is, especially for business owners, like if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. It's not easy. You got to be scrappy. You got to be inventive. You got to be flexible. You got to do all, you got to come up against every fear that you've had. You got to do things you didn't think were possible. And if you don't create the fun, who wants to be miserable? I mean, it's just someone, you know how they say life's too short to be miserable? Someone once said it better to me. Life's too long to be miserable. Oh, yeah, too true. <laughs> right? If, you got to have fun. You got to do this with people that you love doing. I'm surrounded by people with jobs. And I said, I can't remember the last time I've worked with someone I don't like. I can't even remember the last time that I was forced into a situation and had to work with someone, whether it's a 
referral source, a vendor, a client, a team member. I've it's been probably a decade, if not more. And how amazing is that? Okay, so Aaron, wrap bringing it all home. Um, if people want to get hold of Aaron Marcus as a consultant and CEO of Conquer Your Business, what is the best way for people to track you down, stalk you, and do other things? <laughs> Promise I'm not hiding. But <laughs> the easy, we make it very, very easy for you. The website is at conqueryourbusiness.com. It's all there, all the links, everything you need is all at conqueryourbusiness.com. Great. Thanks, Aaron, so much for joining us on the uh, Top 5 podcast today. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you here. This is Rail Bricker from Perth, Western Australia, and thanking my co-host, Lindsay Adams from Brisbane, Australia, and our guest today, Aaron Marcus from Chicago. Thank you for listening to another edition of the Top 5 podcast.